up y'all welcome back to bge and on the agenda is another wrestling review draco steven and i come together a little late but this past saturday february 19th it is now february 25th at 11 10 p.m central standard time wwe held their annual premium live event they're called premium live events since they're no longer called pay-per-views. Since we don't pay for them individually. Whatever. Uh, this was the Elimination Chamber held in Saudi Arabia. Because, of course, WWE has to have a show in Saudi Arabia. Get that real good money that not even WrestleMania brings. Whatever. So, we talk about the highlight and all the bullshit and low points there was a lot of that and of course one thing we did not touch on is that in the kickoff show ray mysterio defeated the miz yay and that's for anybody who actually gives a fuck about the miz because i don't give nan fuck but anyway I hope WWE hired somebody on Fiverr to proofread all their bullshit. Do you have a writing project and you want to make sure that your final product is on point? Well, look no further. My name is Jeremy and I've been providing editing services since 2013. Books, blog posts, essays, I got you. I'm all about proofreading. I'm all about editing. If you want somebody that's going to be as interested and invested in your work as you are, I'm your guy. Book me on Fiverr.com slash Jeremy A. Trice to get started. That's Fiverr. F-I-V-E-R-R.com. It's showtime, folks. All right, all right. All right, all right. Yeah, 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 Sting. Yes, I know how you currently feel about Sting. But, oh my God. What did you do? I didn't do shit. Oh, here he is. Um, Wait, yeah, I think he's trying to come in. Maybe? I don't know. No, I was just trying to add him. Oh, I I didn't do nothing. Oh, I'll need him to get his life together then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to need Yeah, that's like the second time. Ugh. I really wish I had not watched this Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, this damn shit show. I mean, 
it was just as predictable as day one. It was just as predictable as the Royal Rumble. That's what we are here for. And oh my god. And I see why the main event, and I see why the the main event ended the way it did. But still, it was a result. I guess it was another result of fucking panic booking. Giving, giving uh, us let's, a- not, let's, not, let's not jump ahead because we got to itemize this shit. Who wrote down the order mm-hmm. of the matches, though? Hey, I'm, I'm on you guys. I'm on you guys. I did. I did. Hey, what's up? What's up? Well, all right. Well, now that Steven's here, we can go ahead and get started. So we'll, we'll, the first match was Reigns and Goldberg, right? Yeah. Did anybody watch the, the kickoff? No, I didn't watch the kickoff. I, and I'm I'm gonna be real. I didn't watch any of this shit until the Raw Women's title match. I know what happened, so I'm still going to bury some shit. But yeah. I yeah, forgot I, the shit was on, and I had a class to do that morning, so they threw my timing off. And then when I got home, I got home just in time for the Raw Women's title match. So my brain says, "Fuck the rest of this card." I got home yeah. work and then watch this shit. Somebody give me some feedback on the Roman Reigns and Goldberg match because I wasn't expecting much. Well, six, it, it minutes, was just, six minutes was too just, long. A typical Goldberg match. Sorry, it's just a lot of high impact moves. You know, suplex, suplex. Well not, well, not suplex, but spear. I think Goldberg hit him with a couple spears. Uh, Ro- Roman hit a rock yeah. bottom on Gold. Roman hit a rock bottom on Goldberg at one point in the match. That was uh, a year and a half. Yeah, he won by the uh, choke. Guillotine choke. Guillotine choke. Goldberg. He choked him out. Goldberg passed out. Yeah, it was a typical Goldberg match. Not not a lot of offense from Goldberg. About he did about probably five or six moves offense the whole match. Um, I was listening to Cornette's podcast earlier today. He said that some of the fans weren't even in attendance for this match because it was apparently like some traffic issues going on down there. Uh, it was like some traffic jams or cloggage in the traffic where people arrived kind of late at the event. And he was saying that's why you shouldn't have these big matches like this on first, the main event type matches because. Not everybody might not be at the stadium to see it when it's on on his own first. True. Well, my counterpoint to that would be this. This was bound to be the worst match on the card. So get it the fuck out of the way. It's Goldberg. As good as Roman is, and I'm sure he carried Goldberg as much as he could, nobody is dragging a truly great match out of Goldberg at this day and age. He was nah. never a great wrestler to begin with. Add on nah, the he... fact that he is now 55 years old. In his own words, 55 years old. No. Yeah. Nobody wants to yeah. fucking see this. This was a matter yeah. of they needed to get this last match out of Goldberg. Mm. Nobody yeah. thought, especially because Goldberg gave it away before the match. And actually, let me let me harp on that a little bit for this pay-per-view, too. Legends, sweetie, stop giving interviews and shit before your big one-off matches and telling us that you were only signed for one match. 
I have the same problem with Lita because right before this fucking match, right the day before, she did an interview with somebody and told them, well, I'm technically only signed to do this one match. Sweetie, you spoiled the ending. Yeah. If, especially in Lita's case. Now, Goldberg's case, we all fucking knew Goldberg would win that goddamn belt. He was not going to be the one to end Roman's, you know, streak at this point. Oh, fuck no. But with Lita, she had momentum. Her promo made us believe her that she really could have one more run and was going for one more run. So doing that interview right before the pay-per-view instead of afterwards kind of spoiled the match going in. Same with Goldberg. You let everybody know this was your last match, your last time in Saudi, last match on your contract. Hey, asshole. Thanks for spoiling that in case anybody anywhere actually thought you stood a fucking chance. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you can't, can't, you can't, you can't, you can't let the cat out of the bag like that because you know it, it kills the mystique of the match. It kills the aura. So they used to be a lot better about this. I don't know the older generation coming into the social media age now. They fuck up more now than they did in the old days. Like pretty much. At no point, even during Goldberg's heyday, would he have ever told anybody that it was the last match on his contract. Nah, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. I mean, I mean, the package for the match was really good. They had a good package. Video package was good for the match. But they always have good video packages for their matches. That's no surprise. Even if the match sucks, they always have a good video package for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... It's, it's a t- good Goldberg match. Yeah, typical Goldberg match. Roman Roman beat him. It didn't last too long. The fans were chanting Goldberg. They were, the fans were in the Goldberg during the match. They were chanting for Goldberg. Um, so yeah, but typical Roman Reigns. Well, typical Goldberg match. Which, you know, I wasn't surprised by the ending. We all knew, like you said, Roman Reigns was going to win the match. So you know, it is what so it is. is. This old, so is this old motherfucker finally done embarrassing himself? No, probably <laughs> not. But. His contract for the now is done, but as far as him being done embarrassing himself, oh no, God, have you ever watched, looked at his social media? Hell no. <laughs> what was the next match? I mean, I'm done talking about that match if you guys are. Mm-hmm. I definitely know. What yeah, was next? The women's chamber, the women's chamber match, the winner, where the winner faces Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. All right, so who has something to say about this that's nice? Because I'm going to bury most of it. I, I, got nothing, I got nothing nice to say except the right person won. Yeah. Yeah. One of the right people won, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't right. think it should have came the down. The right woman I won. I don't think it should have came down to Bianca and Alexa. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bury a couple things with this because first off, why was Alexa in the match? Alexa has not been seen since she lost to Charlotte, uh, other than in, in fucking backstage vignettes or whatever the fuck. I'm sorry to Kevin Dunn and Vince McMahon and whoever the fuck else has a blonde fetish. Alexa is not as good as y'all make her out to be. No, in addition to that, in the role that y'all insist on her continuing to do, despite the fact that it only made a modicum of sense when Bray Wyatt was still under contract with you, she sucks. The role yeah. that she's playing is the one you should have given to Nikki Cross. 
So every time I see her, I get pissed off. Instead, Nikki Cross is now the almost a superhero heel dumb bullshit. And and unfortunately, this is actually Nikki Cross's idea to do this dumb shit, which makes it worse. The one fucking time that Vince should have said, no, that's kind of fucking stupid. I don't think we need to do that. He didn't do it. No. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know that was her idea. Wow. Okay. It was. She, she actually she came out and admitted that that she pitched she that to Vince McMahon right after she started. Mm. But she asked the her. She asked the hurricane if she could do it, and once the hurricane said she could do it, she then went to Vince. Oh, Lovely. Okay. But it's a shit gimmick. It's a yeah. one-dimensional gimmick that even the hurricane had to get away from because he got stale. And it's been done already. You know, it's just been done already. And it was done better. Yeah. Hurricane and Molly were a lot better at this than she is. Her version is stupid. Yes. We've seen it already. And Molly Holly, like you said, Mighty Molly. Mighty Molly was a better version. Yeah. And now that she's healed, it doesn't work. So either turn her back or get her the fuck off my screen. Yeah. Turn her back to what she was in NXT, the sanity yeah. version of Nikki Cross. That is what y'all need because y'all do not have, in the women's division at least, a heel that gets heat and and makes sense as a fucking heel. Your top heel is Becky Lynch, who should never have been turned heel. So why don't y'all, and y'all need more because if, one way or another, Becky's going to have to flip back face at some point. Uh-huh. Dewdrop is boring, and she's never going to be taken seriously because of her name. Rhea Ripley, yeah. when y'all tried to turn her heel, you fucked that up. Uh-huh. So you Ooh. need a heel that can actually get some fucking heat and, and and fucking sell some tickets. The original version of Nikki Cross would be that heel for the women's division. Bring her back, uh-huh. and y'all so been beating like- the hell out of her anyway. She she lost here. She lost on Raw, and she can't win a goddamn match. Now, my other problem going into this match was you had two people, three people, honestly, and one of them less talented than the others, but three people who were over and really needed a win. Two of whom had stories with Becky Lynch, so they had a redemption story, and one of whom just needs to get back to what she was. So your three real options to win this match were Bianca, Rhea Ripley, and Liv Morgan. Now, I didn't want Liv Morgan to win. I'm done with I'm over that. Yeah. I think that while she's got gaining popularity, she is the drizzling shits in the ring. She needs work. Yeah. She, she, she's always needed work. They brought her, like they did with so many others, they brought her up from NXT way, way too soon. And you pushed her prominently. And yeah, because she has a bit of personality, she's gotten over. I like her better than Alexa. But she's not ready to be a champion yet. So didn't want her to win. So ixnay her out. So that means you have Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. Both of them needed this win. So you couldn't really lose with either one. But now the question is, what do you do with Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania? Both women's titles are taken. You know, we got Ronda and Charlotte. We got Becky and Bianca now. 
what does Rhea Ripley do? Are you just going to throw her in that fucking women's battle royal? Why? She needs a match. Are you going to throw together a women's tag title match and throw her in that? With fucking who? Yeah. Her partner turned on her. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of questions right now. What are they going to do with her? They've been misusing her for the longest time. It's like they, they, they don't know what they want to do with her. Vince like, just they, they... does not understand how to step out of his comfort zone anymore. Yeah, it's like know. once he finally gets somebody that gains some momentum, and that's great. You should push them once they gain momentum. But let's face it, since the start of the women's revolution, the the four horsewomen have held at least one of the women's titles at all fucking times. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I love the four horsewomen. All of them. I'm even a fan of Charlotte. I just need her to get the fuck out of my face for a while. Yeah. But it's time for Vince to realize you have other stars that are over. And yeah. at this point are getting over the four horsewomen. Mm-hmm. And Bianca and Rhea are the two younger hot stars. They're going to be around for a while because they're not trying to have no babies no time soon. Becky mm-hmm. already had one. And eventually, yeah. she, you know, she's going to take time off because she's going to need to be at home with her baby. Okay. Right. Now, while Charlotte ain't in a relationship right now, so theoretically, she probably won't anytime soon. Um, we also want her to go the fuck away. Did her and Andrade split? Yeah. They've been split months ago. Uh, Nobody knows okay. why. Don't really care. Yeah. Uh, but my point being, and Sasha is married too. And while I know Sasha is very high on her career, it, eventually in the next couple of years, Sasha's going to have to slow down too because eventually her husband's going to want to knock her ass up because if I was him, I'd have already fucking done it. So, you know, you got to move on. Yeah. And Bianca is what, 24? She's young. And her and Rhea Ripley are around the same age, I think, so... They got years on them, and, you know, they're just really getting started, and they're hot. Fucking push them. But also, please separate them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Bianca and Rhea right now. Actually, Bianca Belair is 32. She is? Yeah, shit. Even, even still, she, like... 32? Dang, I didn't know she was that old. She's 32 for real? Yeah. Wow. Born in She's a fucking way. She still got enough, you know, her and, and her husband are newly married and I don't, she's too hot right now and she's a little bit more business focused than I think Becky was. So, whereas Becky is older anyway, so it's kind of like biological thoughts and shit. Either way, uh, push them while they're hot. Mm-hmm. I like the Becky one. I mean, I, I like the Bianca one, excuse me. I, li- I like the Bianca I, one. I don't mind. I I'm just, not bothered. Like I said, it just lays that question. I think they're gonna they're gonna tie in how she got squashed at SummerSlam. They're gonna tie that into this WrestleMania match. A lot of fans are still now, pissed about this. A lot of a lot of fans are still pissed off about that. So of they course, now, the question is, is there, is there gonna be a yeah? I know there was a promo, but is there gonna be a damn payoff? Because if I Bianca so. doesn't win this, if Bianca don't win this match, then there was no point. You're right. Yeah, I, I don't hopefully she think, hopefully she wins. I don't think at this point. Say what you want. I, I don't think that Vince would take the risk on with Bianca of not letting her win the belt this time. 
there's no reason that he could justify to keep it on Becky. And Becky also isn't hurt by losing a belt. No. So, you know, at this point, if he were to put Becky over her again, at this point, you're being an ass. Pretty much. There's, there's no reason for Bianca not to get go over and get another moment. Becky has had her moments. Yes, too many of them. <laughs> I, meh, so. I ain't going to necessarily say too many of them with Becky, but it's time for somebody else to get their moment because you need to build more stars. The last thing, Vince should remember this. I don't know why he has such selective ass memory. When you lost the rock in Austin, your roster suffered for three fucking years after they were gone. And Vince and more because you were struggling to build stars because you had nobody in line that was good enough to really fill that hole that those two would leave. Same thing, the exact same thing. When Lita and Trish left, the women's division was fucked. Yes, you still had Mickey and you had Melina and Beth, but there wasn't the fire behind the division anymore because none of them were as over as Lita and Trish. And I love me some Mickey James. And I love me some Melina. And I love me some Beth too. And while they were far more over than the talentless bitches that kept beating them for belts, they were the only three that could wrestle. Yeah. Pretty much. No stars were built up. You know, Mickey was made to be a star, you know, on Lita and Trish's way out, sure. But nobody else was comparable to her. Mm. That yeah. hurt. So right now we're back in that same point. If right now you were to lose Becky and Charlotte and Sasha, Bailey's already out. Who the fuck can replace them? Do the right thing. Put Bianca over. Find a way to get Rhea over. Matter of fact, flip Rhea after WrestleMania over to SmackDown. Keep her and Bianca away from each other for a minute. Because they're both baby faces, and I don't want y'all to wear that match out. They've had one match in NXT, which y'all are never going to acknowledge. Fine. Move them. Separate them. Let them be the faces of their brands. Give it a while before you give us a Bianca and Rhea match. Make it to where they are officially stars, truly. Then give us that match. Don't rush that shit, though. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see yeah, it right okay. now. But we all know WWE can fuck up a wet dream, so. Yeah. And Vince is stuck in his ways. He's always been that way for years now. So, you know, yeah. we'll see how they we we'll see how they progress from this point on. But um, anyway, What's the yeah. next match? Ronda and and fucking Naomi versus Charlotte and Sonya Deville. Poor Naomi. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't pay too much attention Jeez. in this match. This was a this was my snack break. But <laughs> poor Naomi is all I can say. She is so damn good and and has been loyal to the company. She can work. She's clearly a baby face because when y'all turned her heel, even though she was decent at it, she's too damn likable to be a heel. So she's that dependable baby face that y'all have. And yes, she's had two women's title runs. And yes, I remember them. And yes, I, I, I was fond of her being a champion. However, she hasn't mm-hmm. been champion since. Y'all have paired yeah. her with every no-talent hat blonde bitch that walked through the fucking doors that needed something to do. So first, y'all stuck her with Lana. 
And then when you fired Lana, y'all didn't have shit to do with Naomi. Now you put her in this stupid-ass storyline with Sonya Deville that has yet to have a payoff and has gone on three months too long. Despite then you give the her a... One bad match. <sighs> yeah, then you finally it's, it's... give her her... her you know, championship match against Charlotte, and it was a really good match. And of course, she lost. But why do we keep sticking Naomi like this? Her and Natty get the worst end of the women's division because they are so fucking good at what they do. So it's like y'all use them to make somebody else look good, or you'll partner them with somebody that fucking sucks Pretty to, much. you know, do all of the work. Mm hmm. Yeah, but you don't give them any reward. I feel bad for Naomi too. At this point, I, I know she's frustrated. I know she. I feel, yeah. I feel bad for at this at this point. Might as well turn her heel and have her join have her join her husband in the bloodline. It would make sense. No, no, no. That would be the worst fucking thing to do. For Naomi is un, unlike her husband. She's too likable. It's the one mistake they also keep making with Natty. They are too babyface. So turning them heel doesn't work. It actually hurts them every fucking time they try. With Naomi, my thing would be, if you're not going to put a belt on her, when you give her a feud, she should come out on top. So on this Sonya Deville one, she should win. And then move her on. Yeah, but it's not done. Oh my God. It's not, it's, it's not over. We're still dealing with these matches. Why? And furthermore, let's hit harp on that too. Vince McMahon, I could have sworn the fans have been telling you for years, we are sick of heel authority figures. If your heel wrestlers cannot get themselves over, there's a problem. And right. no other heel authority figure is ever going to be as good as Vince McMahon himself. Sorry. No, 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 never. He's the king of that. And, and in addition to that, it was the perfect storm. Him versus Austin. No one is on Austin's level. No one is on McMahon's level. So this rehash with different people of, you know, babyface, you know, being held down by evil boss thing, it no longer works. Stop fucking doing it. And then the one bit of fucking kayfabe that everyone keeps with, with themselves, unfortunately, is that the WWE itself is a hell, you jackass. This is why you can't make any stars. Because every time you try to push somebody, i.e. Roman, that might have deserved it, the fans are like, well, you're shoving him down our throats. We didn't say this shit before you, you were Mr. McMahon, before the WWE was synonymous with Mr. McMahon and every other authority figure you had with any longevity was a fucking heel, dumbass. I'm sorry, I had to get that off my chest because it's been pissing me off. Oh, they, they have a, uh, a, a tendency to push people down their throats and like certain wrestlers and overbook them and, and just, you know. Here's my thing, here's to- my thing. As much as we say that, the only reason we think that is because we've been conditioned that WWE itself, the authority, are the heels. Uh-huh. Roman was unfairly booed for years solely oh, yeah. because we view WWE itself as a heel. Uh-huh. However, he wasn't pushed as hard down our fucking throats as Hogan was. Nah, he wasn't. 
There you go. This is the problem. Because they have kept up, because Vince McMahon did not know how to step away after the Austin McMahon storyline wound down, WWE itself, the company, the brand, is now the heel authority figure. Right. So everyone you try to push that you look at and say, he's good looking, he can wrestle, he can kind of talk, I'm going to push this guy, the fans turn on. But when you have a guy like CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, et cetera, that you're like, eh, you can work, you can kind of talk, but you don't have you know, the it factor that I'm looking for, the you know, fans gravitate you- towards them because you don't like them. You're actually and so WWE has been shooting itself in the foot for twenty some fucking years at this point. Yeah. Hopefully and, they can learn from that moving forward and do things differently. At this yeah. point, he needs to step in in kayfabe, come out and fire Sonya Deville, and tell her, you know what, you can go back on the active roster now because we're sick of this shit. So you are a wrestler. That is all the fuck you are, and let her figure out how to get some goddamn heat if she's going to be a heel. And yep. then, you know, just let Adam Pierce win it as the unbiased matchmaker. Because I don't think y'all are going to put Adam Pierce back in the ring for real anytime soon. So just let him run it as the unbiased matchmaker and be done with this heel shit. If you need a female figure to step in and do it, Paige is still under payroll, bruh. And she was good as general manager. Bring her the fuck back. Yeah, please. Yeah, she was good. And likable. Yeah. Very much so. And you could tell that when she's talked, no one, especially because Kevin Dunn hates foreigners, nobody's writing her fucking promos for her. You know, so when Paige spoke, that was Paige. We need more of that. Yes. She was good. But uh, I guess we're done with burying this fucking tag match because who the fuck cares? Oh, for the record, for those that didn't watch, uh, uh, fuck, Ron and Naomi won. Yeah. yeah, and Ronda wrestled with her arm behind her back. Yeah. Okay. Man, that was they. They didn't. They don't even understand how to build that that fucking stipulation anymore. But whatever. What was the next match? Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss with Baron Corbin at ringside in a false count anywhere match. Jesus fucking Christ. All right, who wants to tackle this one? This match was this match was nine minutes too long. This match was nine minutes too long. And I'm sitting here in I'm sitting here wondering why all the dumb shit you would expect from a kayfabe standpoint ain't happening. Okay, this is a glorified handicap. This is a glorified handicap match. So I'm sitting here like, from a kayfabe standpoint, why is Corbin not more active than he already is? There's no disqualification. It's a false count anywhere match. Okay. When Moss is pinning Drew McIntyre, why is he not holding Drew? Why is he not holding Drew McIntyre's legs down? This Mm -hmm. is, and this is all from a kayfabe standpoint. Okay. That would be the logical thing to do. Again, from kayfabe, if you're in a false count, if your boy's in a false count anywhere match with somebody you know can whoop his ass, why ain't you helping him? Yeah, I agree. 
It makes too much right. sense. From a non-kayfabe standpoint, why the fuck is this match a thing? Why is this feud a thing? Of all the ways you could use Drew McIntyre as over as he is, you stick him in a go-nowhere fucking feud with barren, happy, stupid, dumb shit, inbred, ingrate, retard, Corbin. The fuck? Why? The Applebee's waiter. <laughs> he ain't even an Applebee's waiter no more. He don't dress like the waiter no more. He dresses like a dipshit that thinks he lives in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, so basically the retired senior citizen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Drew McIntyre has been downgraded with this with this storyline here. It's been a downgrade for his career. Here's yeah, the they thing. Yeah, they don't know what the fuck to do with him because they had to have Brock versus Roman again. Even though we've already seen this twice at WrestleMania before? We've seen it too many times. Twice is too many. Twice is too many. We've seen it twice at WrestleMania. Uh, Let's see. Twice in Saudi, at least. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Then the SummerSlam before that in a four-way. Bruh. I am sick of Brock and Roman. And I will say that knowing that I'm actually enjoying Brock's run right now. But I didn't need to see them two again. Yeah, it's getting old. And you sacrificed Drew to make it happen because Drew was the only believable name y'all have left to beat Roman. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if Brock must the purr, if Brock must... If you must satisfy Brock's contract, stop putting him in the damn title picture. I mean, because this, especially because even in this feud with Roman, this feud didn't actually need the belt. You could have found a way to take the belt off Roman here to elevate another star. This match, if you had to have it happen, could have been a non-title thing. It could have been just a strict grudge match. I want to know who's better. Or I want to prove that I'm better. Whatever the fuck. Instead, mm-hmm. uh, we have to. But we'll we'll get to that that problem. But the one thing we have to point out here, Madcap Moss, you fucking dummy. Did you see how he fucked up taking that reverse Alabama slam? Landed dead on his head. And I listened to Jim Cornette explain exactly what he did because I wanted to make sure I understood it. And basically he said he tucked his head the exact way you would if you were taking the regular Alabama slam. Because the regular one puts you flat on your back. This one has you flat on your face. So what he should have done was lift his head up and, you know, hit the mat like he was doing a splash or something. Instead, he tucked his head the exact same way you would reflexively do if you knew you were going to hit back first. Yeah. And fucked himself up. You dummy. What a moron. Fucking what, what dummy. A, what a freaking moron. <laughs> you lucky are exceptionally he lucky. He is exceptionally lucky that he's not actually injured. Because... Yes. I mean, and there's no heat that you can put on Drew for this one because Drew did what he was supposed to do. He was counting on you yeah. to know not to tuck your fucking head, stupid. Yeah, it's not his, not Drew's fault. Not at all. Fucking that being dumb. said, 
I would probably ban that move. Yeah. Because I yeah. don't think he would be the only one that would make that mistake in this day and age, especially with what's coming up out of NXT anyway. So there are some moves in wrestling that this promoter needs to step in and say, don't do this shit no more. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of them, I think, too. It's, it's, it's too many ways. Some, it's, it's, somebody can get hurt real bad from it if you don't do it properly. Or the, per, if the person taking it doesn't take it properly. Don't yeah. protect themselves. Yeah, and this one, I mean, and I know you can pro- you can say the same thing about the Styles Clash because as we've seen, that can go horribly wrong if if you know done by fucking Michelle McCool or somebody like that. But you know, True. we saw how Ellsworth nearly got fucked up with AJ doing it on him, and it just so happens that AJ's so damn good, he saw it and you know shifted his weight so that the idiot didn't break his neck. But. I mean, there comes a point where we have to examine, okay, is this move really necessary, especially in the case of this? At least with Styles, that's his finisher. But in the case of this move, that ain't Drew's finisher. You could not do that again, and we won't miss it, sweetie. Yeah. No. But this match was just, yeah, didn't do shit for me whatsoever. Didn't do nothing for me. It was filler. It was filler, and it was nine minutes too long. Yeah, I just, this match is just there to kill time, in my opinion. Time killer match. Um. Okay, what was the next match? Becky and Lita. So who who wants to go first before I wax poetic over this bitch? Because I love this match. <laughs> I thought it was a good match. I love match. it, too. Wax poetic. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it, too. Lita, Lita, Lita did Lita, good. Lita actually... Lita actually had me believe that she was gonna win, even though I knew yeah. she would. Yeah, she had me thinking that too. I, I I felt like she could pull it off the way she was wrestling. She had, she she still got it. Oh, the buildup for this was great, and then the match itself was fan fucking tastic. This was the type of match that Lita should have gone out on originally. Instead of the shit that they did after she put Mickey James over. Yeah. And in this case, this was one time, this this feud was one time where Becky was completely healed. She was not getting no cheers coming up against Lita. We wanted Lita to win. She comes out, that music just kicks up energy. Always has. That's why it was the perfect music for her. She's been over in every fucking arena she has been in since she came back, starting with SmackDown, you know, doing a little deal with Charlotte, all the way through this. She's getting the loudest fucking pops of the night. And she still looks good. She can still go. And she can even cover up slight fuck-ups. Like, she still has all of her ring awareness. So, I mean, it wasn't like... This match wasn't Becky completely carrying Lita. No, Lita was fucking great in this. Yeah, she was. she was. She proved she could still hang with the wrestlers of the day. I mean, yes, and, and like, like I said, she was completely over. Like they were, they were chanting Lita, and I missed chance of wrestlers' names. Damn it, I missed that. Other than CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss that shit because nowadays they, you know, everybody wants to chant stupid shit. 
Right. But wrestling originally, if you, if the baby face, if your name isn't getting chanted, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. I hate it when they chant ECW. Why? Why are we chanting for the fucking promotion? Who the fuck is in the ring? Fuck ECW. Who was in my ring? <laughs> you know, y'all don't sat here and let uh, a baby face such as, let's just the example, Tommy fucking Dreamer sat there and bled his goddamn guts out all over the fucking ring and y'all chanting ECW. What the fuck? Right. So hearing Lita over and over again is refreshing as fuck. It was. And like y'all we said, have- even though she did an interview before and we knew she wasn't winning this bitch. When she hit that fucking twist of fate finally, because it took a few tries, when she finally hit that twist of fate and she went up there and she hit the damn moonsault, I was up on my feet like, yes, give me my three count. Give me my run. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good match. I really enjoyed this match. This match, this yeah, this is a match at night. That was the best that match on the call. That was definitely the match of the night. Like, and it was fitting. If this happens to be Lita's last match, which clearly she can still go. So if I were Vince, I would be finding a way to work her on the WrestleMania personally. But this is me. Yeah. But yeah. if this were her last match, it was the right way to do it. She went out as Lita. She went out as her baby face, completely over self, doing all her shit. Yeah, and the fans, like you said, the fans were behind her the whole match. It was it was cool to hear those chants again. We haven't heard in so long. For Lita, I mean, for her. So it was yeah. really, really cool. Was. Really cool. Was and cool. she was the one person that could make sure that Becky was going. And not only that Becky was going to work heel because she's been working heel, but that the crowd wasn't going to turn halfway through the match and start chanting for Becky. No, they were behind Lita a hundred fucking percent. Yeah. From start to finish. Nobody nobody else is going to be able to pull that off. You know, when we get to WrestleMania, it's going to be split again with her and Bianca. Yeah. But when you have somebody like Lita come in, Lita is pure babyface at this point because we have no reason to dislike her because we don't have people telling us shit that we don't give a fuck about in her personal life. Yeah, no. she's just she just a legend. She's just a, a legend of the business. But she got a lot of fans yeah. all over all over the world. Yeah, and, and this this was the proof of it. I'm like, and there are ways that you can use her if she were to do a, a longer run, and you don't necessarily have to put the singles belt on her. There's a couple different people you could tag team her with and give her a tag title run. And I would be perfectly fucking okay with it. Me too. Right. Just to, just to see her around longer. So she so she's not just doing a one and done situation. I could do one. She, she did say she's open to doing more. Yeah. I'm just saying because like at this point, shut up and take my money if she come back. Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> She's still in good shape, like you said. She can still go. She ain't like she ain't lost a step at all. So this is a good, good like match. Her. Good match. I even, like match. Her. I even like her ring gear. Yeah, because her match ring gear is always so damn unique to her. Nobody else can pull off a little look like her. Whatever she oh, does, yeah. it's just going to be uniquely her. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And wasn't she one of the first females wrestlers to do the moonsault? If I'm not mistaken. Yes, she was the first. Yeah, the first. So yeah, she she revolutionized that move. So as a, as a female wrestler, 
and hers still looks better. Like, yeah, Charlotte goes up really high with hers, but Lita goes really far with hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, in that sense, she's kind of like Rob Van Dam. Mm-hmm. You can put her opponent halfway across the ring, and she's still going to hit them. Yep. Yeah, I like this match. It was good. And let's face it, too. Lita in her goddamn 40 still doing moonsaults perfectly the same way she's always done them. And yeah. ain't been wrestling on a regular... She has not wrestled since 2012 against Heath Slater. Well, in the singles match. And then that tag match at Evolution in the tag match right after it on Raw. Yeah. And we still busting out moonsaults like we fucking, you know, 21. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's why the fans respect her so much. And the fans of Saudi Arabia gave her a standing ovation after the match was over, which was deserving. Uh, uh, yes, Lita popularized the moonsault. Well, women doing moonsaults, but she I wouldn't say she was the first. Who the fuck was doing a moonsault before Lita? Luna Vashon. Where? It's called the Luna Saw. So she had her corners, she had that corner slingshot splash, a diving splash, and a moon saw that's finishing moves. <sighs> I've never seen Luna do a moon saw, but okay, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't recall her doing that either, ever. I remember I the splash. Remember. I don't remember her doing a damn moon saw. I remember it being in, I remember it being in a game. I think one of them raw games uh, on Sega or Super Nintendo. Yeah, I, 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 I don't remember that at all. I just can't recall it. She might have done it, but, you know. But she was she, she didn't make it as as she, she. It wasn't as cool as when Lita does it. I'm sure that wasn't. Yeah, it had it, it. It had the same. It had the same cool factor as when Lita does it. I know that. What the absolute fuck? I have no clue. That, that, that's not me. <laughs> I don't know where they came from. <sighs> All right. So now that we've waxed poetic about the one and only match that was just fucking perfect for me on this, uh, what was next? The main event, which I'm going to bury the fuck out of. <laughs> Who wants to bury it first? Let's fuck that main event, bro. First of all, the hell. I'll just, I'll, I'll no, just go say, ahead. I was watching Cornette and he was saying, I didn't know. They say Bobby Lashley came into this chamber with an injury already. They say he had a shoulder injury in that spot where, Excellent. that spot where Brock, or Seth, the spot Rollins. Where the, Seth Rollins, excuse me. The spot where With Seth Rollins. Yeah, and it, and the the cage or the, the the glass breaks into Bobby Lashley's head or body. I, I yeah. realized Cornette said he that was you know to get him out of the match because he was already hurt. He had a shoulder injury. Supposedly that's what was coming around afterwards. Apparently he injured his shoulder in the match with Brock, which is not surprising considering them sloppy ass Germans they were doing in that cringe yeah. festival fucking match. But here's my problem. If y'all knew Bobby was injured going into the match, strip him of the fucking belt. Don't yeah. fly him all the way to Saudi to do a fuck finish 
that you're not going to be able to capitalize on and, you know, have him card out the match and then have Brock beat the fuck out of everybody else and just cakewalk his way to the damn title. Again. Unless Why did you take it off Brock just to put it back on him? Why? Who the fuck? What the fuck? It was either panic booking or they wanted to run back or they wanted to run back WrestleMania 35 with males this time. <laughs> well, guess what, you fucking dummies? Y'all made yourselves look stupid. If you were going to put the fucking belt back on Brock, you should have kept the fucking belt on Brock at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Or here's a goddamn thought. How about we never put the belt on Brock in the fucking first place so I don't have to deal with this bullshit? Fucking Nimrods. This is so stupid. And I will say this. I am in favor of unifying the titles, but not on them two. Yeah. There are much better. There's much better options. Nothing against Roman. This match was just sloppy. This match was disrespectful as fuck. It was. And considering it seems like y'all are turning Seth back babyface, why put the heat on him in this? Because to us, it looked like Seth fucked Bobby up. So until the report started coming out and all Bobby was already injured and that's why they wrote him out, to me, it looked like this would be main event star number three that Seth Rollins would have injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not, not, not fair to Seth. Yeah, it's not was, fair to Seth. No, he already had and then just, Austin Theory yeah. is the only one that gets some offense against Brock. Really? How? Why? Only to get F five off the top of one of the goddamn chambers. But and, but, but, I, but I liked the way he played off Brock and acted scared, running running away from him. The facials he was using, he played that little scary. He played that's that little great and all, but in the process, you buried Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, whoever the fuck else was in this match. Riddle, Riddle, Riddle. There we go. All of them got flattened, steamrolled by Brock with no offense. You None. have two of those two those people are multi-time WWE and Universal Champions in AJ and Seth. And Seth yeah. beat Brock for was it one or two of those titles? Two. One, two. two. It was two. One at Mania, one at SummerSlam. Two oh, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. times. Seth Rollins has slayed the beast. And you want me to believe that Brock came in and just steamrolled him this time? What the fuck? Yeah. No. No. Now, granted, I knew AJ wasn't going to win this match because if I get my way, AJ and Edge are going to give me a match at WrestleMania that I'm just like, shut up and take my fucking money for. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I knew there was no way in hell Austin Theory is winning, and there's no way in hell really that Seth was going to win. And definitely and wasn't no way Riddle was winning. I, I I did see a couple rumors that apparently it was considered, but I'm like, I really don't want to see a Riddle versus Randy Orton one on one match for the WWE title ever. So especially sorry, or especially sorry, at WrestleMania. Steven. So fuck that idea. Sorry, not sorry, Stephen. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, I didn't think Riddle was going to win either. Um, I knew he wasn't winning. 
I, I, but, I was pretty confident. I was pretty confident Brock was going to be the one that went one match. Yeah, I, I was hoping for Bobby, but when Bobby Me got too. taken out early, I was like, okay, well, fine. Well, we know, Brock, but uh, it, it would be much better. But um, I'm gonna have to bury Austin Theory just a little bit for a second here, because um, hey, dumbass, hey, dumbass, um. You're very young, and that's great, but if you'd like to have a lengthy career, there comes a time where it might be smart to say no. And taking a fucking F5 from Brock Lesnar off the top of a goddamn chamber onto the fucking very thinly padded cell, or chamber, whatever the fuck you call it, uh, that would have been the time to say, fuck you. No, you will not F5 me from the top of the fucking pod. You can t- if you're going to take that, that high bump, fine. Tell him, just toss me. Into the ring. Just regular toss me into the ring, come down and F5 me in the ring and pin me. Yeah. Stand up for yourself, damn it. Stand up for yourself because that was a stupid ass spot to take. There was so much shit that could have gone wrong. Would it be a done to F5 and spun it a little bit too short so instead of you hitting the floor you hit the fucking post head first dummy because you're very close to that we get brains all over the damn ring i don't really need to see another fucking owen hart in my lifetime no i'm glad glad guys legs are underneath him i was happy he did he's smart enough to at least get his legs underneath him when he took the f5 actually i would rather he went down flat because when you put the way he put his legs down, he could have broke the his fear that, huh? We could have a fucking psycho Sid moment. I don't want to see that shit ever again either. Yeah, yeah. It was reported so, that it was also reported that during the match when Brock uh, broke out of his cell, when they put the light on Bobby's cell to, for him to come out, and nobody was in the cell, and Brock kicked the. But 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 no, he they say he went in the business for himself and just did it did that on his own. He he, he kicked so, that cell in and went in the ring. They said that wasn't scripted. He did that. He just did that. I'm himself. going. To, I'm gonna call bullshit on that one. Brock is very professional. One thing I will give Brock Lesnar, he is a pro. If he did that, which I do think he actually I, when he did it, I'm like, no, he broke that motherfucker for real. But I think that was a case of somebody told him, hey, Brock. Uh, you know, they told the referee, tell Brock, break out. We need him out. We can't. Somebody probably fucked up in the truck and put it on Bobby's thing. And Brock is like, okay, well, that's stupid. And so somebody probably sent something to the referee. And the referee, you know, because we didn't see the referee on camera. Referee probably went over there and said, Brock, Vince wants you to break out of the damn pod. And Brock said, okay, and did it. Because he's one of the few people that's strong enough to do that shit legitimately. I don't yeah. think Brock went into business for himself because at that point, that would have fucked up the pacing of the match too much and, and everybody would have been looking like, well, why did you do that? I, I was watching Somebody, Cornette. I was watching Cornette. He said that he, he could believe that Brock, Brock could go, to, go into business for himself because he was saying that Brock is the only one that has the type of clout when, to do whatever the fuck he pretty much wants to do without being in trouble for it with Vince. He could, but he never has. At best, yeah. every, when Brock does something that's a shoot, it's like when he punched Braun Strowman in the fucking face and told him to slow the fuck down. Yeah, I have, so and having listened to Brock talk recently, I have to say this: Brock makes me respect him, and I really don't be wanting to. 
but it's yeah. because he understands business and he's not going to go into business for himself because at the end of the day, where else is Brock going to go and get the deal that Vince McMahon is giving him right now? Nowhere. Nobody. Tony Khan is not going to pay him what he's making in WWE to do only what he does in WWE. No. Right. And he can't go back yeah. to the UFC. Oh, he can't fight no more. He... His fighting days yeah. are over. They're, they're behind him. So, so where else? Brock's time as a fighter in mid 40. Where yeah. else can he go? And make the the money that he makes and work whatever schedule he wants, like he does under Vince. Nowhere. So Brock may get, you know, argue with Vince when he thinks something is stupid, but he's not going to go in the ring and go in business for himself. And let's also keep this in mind with Brock Lesnar. He was trained and guided and mentored by some of the best minds in the business: Jim Cornette, Danny Davis, Paul Heyman, and Vince McMahon. He is not going to go in business for his damn self. Right. I think that was just a instance of somebody fucked up somewhere and Brock did what he was signaled to do and could legitimately do that nobody else in that match would have ever been able to do. Because he's strong enough to break shit. Yeah. You think Brock you think Brock is is Brock getting paid more than Roman? Probably. I wouldn't be strong. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. I think Brock would probably get paid more on his downside guarantee, but Roman is probably making more off merch. Yeah. Yeah, well, merch, yeah. He does because he's merch. there, you know, more and has been running, you know, almost two damn years as champ or whatever. So I would think, you know, Roman might be getting paid overall more, but I think the guaranteed money Brock might make more. Yeah, I think so too, because Roman does sell a lot of merch. You know, that bloodline stuff, he been coming out of them shirts. Them, 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 I, I thought about buying that bloodline shirt that had him and the Usos on it. I like that shirt. I want that needle yeah, mover shirt. And I thought, yeah, that one's cool too. And I thought about the, getting the one that said, uh, acknowledge me on the front. Yeah, Roman got some cool merch. Yeah, now, you know, for the longest mm-hmm. time, he, he didn't really have that great of merch. He, he, he kind of hit, he, he was hit and miss. But now all his stuff lately been real tight. So. Smash them, stack them, pin them. Then the one that said, Yeah, then, I mean, the one that that's because they then, just hit the right point of his booking and matched the designs to go with it. So his merch is better now. And then the one yeah. that said, Head of the table, head of the table on it, that shirt, that was good. But anyway, I'm, yeah, that's a, man, I just wanted to curious about that. I, I, I knew it was close, probably. The money, the money, it's got to be made. somewhere close, but you know. And then Brock is working a lot more dates in this run. Brock ain't never worked as many dates since his very first run in the company. You know, in this second run, he has never, ever worked this many dates at a time. Nor has he been this fucking entertaining. Right. Yeah. Did you see Say the what you he want. Did, did you see the interview he did on the Pat McAfee show? Yeah. I saw clips of it. It's so good. And <laughs> it's I harped so on the clip that he said to these young motherfuckers. I love that. And I'm like, and everybody, you know, certain people in, in the internet wrestling community decided to, you know, try to bury Brock for it. And I'm like, no. Brock, right. unfortunately for you dumbasses, is not only right, because again, look at the four minds that I named off the top of my fucking head that helped craft him into what he is. Mm-hmm. 
Brock is also just not stupid. And Brock, good like, like him or hate him, right now is one of the biggest draws in wrestling and has been for a while. He's not as big of a draw as WWE thinks he is, but he's still one of the biggest draws in wrestling. Yeah. And he's a hell of so, a businessman. So he understands, and I agree with him, too many of these younger wrestlers are, what's my next high spot? And Brock is like, okay, well, you can have fun with that one, but is that making any fucking money? Is that putting any asses in seats? And the answer is hell no. Mm-hmm. Y'all yeah, are Brock's- out here on these indie matches, especially damn near killing yourselves, jumping off balconies through 300 tables and shit for $30 a night, and it ain't for in front of 300 people. Is that and getting it, you to the next level? And it's shortening your career. I forgot what wrestler said. You only got so many bumps in your career. I forgot what wrestler made that quote. Several of them say it. That's, just, that's like a saying in the business. You know, you got so many bumps on your bump card. Yeah. And, you know, why run them up doing stupid shit? that isn't even going to draw any money. And, he, and Jim Cornette also always harps on this one because he'll say the common you know, thing is, well, what about Mick Foley? Mick Foley did it. Mick Foley took two bumps that has set his career up for the rest of his fucking life. Sail, and yes, there, was, there were some other kind of extreme ones, but the ones that y'all are talking about are the cell ones. Mm-hmm. Y'all not talking about his bumps as Cactus Jack, just you know, from the, the ring to the concrete. Y'all are talking about his bumps as mankind. Okay, yeah. Well, y'all don't, they don't take into account a couple things. A, he did two bumps. B, neither of those, only one of those bumps went as planned. The second one did not. Third, Mm. well, he only took those types of bumps a couple of more times in his career. Mm -hmm. Y'all are taking that, a Foley level bump every fucking show you do. Right, and, 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 and there's no story to it. There's, no, it there's, mean, no story. there's no psychology or nothing. Yeah, there's no no storytelling with it. At least when Mick Foley took those bumps, it was storytelling with it. It, it tied and Mick Foley drew fucking money. It tied into the match. Yeah, Mick Foley yeah. drew money. He was he, he was a main he, eventer. He was a main eventer. He he could put asses in seats. Tony Schiavone, looking at you, bitch. <laughs> So, oh yeah, that night. Yeah, I, that's what I'm talking about. So I'm like, when Brock said that, and I'm looking at all these people like, well, better than doing your match with the same. Okay, but Brock does the same thing in most of his matches, and is still outdrawing your top twenty favorite so-called greatest in the world wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega ain't fucking drawing what Brock Lesnar is drawing. The books, goddamn, <laughs> sure aren't. Cody ain't. No shit. Seth Rollins ain't. Uh-huh. All your damn you know, you know, y'all sit and, and and they want to say you know y'all wax poetic about people like fucking Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy ain't drawing shit. Okay, had had to point that out. It was it was time. It was it was obligatory at this point. Orange Cassidy gonna draw I my would, fist in the face. I would rather. <laughs> I at least understand that Brock Lesnar is definitely going to draw more money in one night than most of these people I just named and several other wrestlers that I could name and can't think of right at the top of my head will draw in their lifetime. Fucking vanilla uh-huh. midget. 
Uh, I hate using that phrase, but it fits. Yeah. Another mention, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between. <laughs> yeah, but Brock was a hey, sole survivor. Out. Brock was a sole survivor in the chamber match, and he was the new WWE champion after when it was all said and done. Oh, please. So, Bobby Lashley was an, inter, was an intermission. Brock Lesnar was still champion. Yeah, so so predictable, but you know, the match was pretty much a squash match for everybody in the match, but besides Brock and Lashley. But, oh, Lashley. I mean, and since Lashley is injured, it's not even like y'all can really capitalize this all off this, because if he wasn't legitimately injured and y'all did this, I would have used it as a way to get to a triple threat match so that we're not just watching Brock and Roman and you throw a little mystery on which of the three would win. Because if you put all three of them in the match, you would have to question, well, shit, who do they have go over? Yeah. You got that you was- got two legitimate mixed martial artist fighters. You got Roman, the top draw in the company. All three of them can draw money. So who do you have go over? That would have made more sense. But unfortunately, if Bobby is as injured as they say, yeah. we're not getting that. Yeah. I have to question because I I saw a rumor that uh, Bobby was supposed to actually end up going to WrestleMania against Seth. Well, now what does Seth do with WrestleMania? Right, he don't have nothing to do. Well, I was watching Cornette. They didn't have plans for Lashley. Well, Cornette brought up some interest. I I listened to his podcast like I told you guys before. He said that during that match at the uh, Rumble, that you could you could tell when Bobby Lashley was getting suplexed by Brock, he said you could tell that Lashley started landing on his shoulder because he was getting tired of landing on his back so much. So he started to turn a little bit and was landing on his shoulder more, and that's probably what messed his mm-hmm. shoulder up. Because he didn't want if Brock dumping on his damn neck. If you watch that match, you could kind of tell he started to lean a little bit and fall more on his shoulders after a while. Yeah, well, you see, this is where Bobby should have utilized his own leverage and said, "Look." I'm not going to take 12, 15 fucking German suplexes in this match. Fuck you. You get three. That's it. You get three Germans, one belly-to-belly, and one capture suplex or something like that, but you're not going to keep dropping me on my fucking head. Yeah. Nobody, and Bobby can could probably legitimately whoop Brock's ass. So therefore, stand up to him and say, yo, I understand this is what you do, but understand this, if you drop me on my head and time in this match, I'm going to kick your balls up into your fucking chin and then proceed <laughs> to whoop your ass. <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. stand up for yourself and say, I'm not fucking taking all these damn Germans, Brock, because you suck at doing them. So First you get all, three. You get three. And that's it. Yeah. And y'all could have worked out spots where y'all where you're fighting out of the German or whatever. So it's not like, you know, we don't know that you literally were backstage and told Brock three times, motherfucker, after if you go for a fourth, I'm kick your ass. Mm-hmm. Stand up. This is the problem with this day and age. Nobody stands up for themselves when they should. If you don't feel comfortable taking a fucking move, tell them that. And if you were yeah. in the damn match, y'all can communicate in the ring. If you were tired of getting dropped on your head and your back, Brock, find something else to do, goddammit. If you drop me one more time, I'm beating the fuck out of you. 
Yeah, he he like, should talk. He's gonna more. go from a work to a shoot real quick. <laughs> Brock, Brock, and, and, and like, like you said, Lashley can probably legitimately take Brock and fight. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, and then based on he what won. I've seen of their MMA careers, I would put more money on Bobby to beat Brock pretty much any day. He wanted to fight Brock in, in, in MMA. Yeah, but he didn't want to go to UFC, and he did explain that in an interview why he didn't go to UFC. UFC wanted him to take significantly less money and have to take time to do in-depth training camps or whatever and start him on the low end of the card. And he said that didn't make sense where, you know, for him to take less money than what he was getting wrestling, even for impact to fight in the UFC and not have any form of guarantee. You're not going for a title. So you don't have, you know, you're not pushing him to the main event, even though he's every bit the credible athlete that Brock was. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, he had spoken with Dana White and because they wanted, I guess they wanted him to like pay his dues or whatever and, and start at the bottom. And he was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, no. And that's why he ultimately ended up in WWE. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame him. He, 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 he had been winning the He had been winning the MMA in his other fights. I think he won like three. Bellator. Bellator. He yeah. was fighting Bellator. I actually went to. I went to a show like the weekend of Father's Day and I was trying to get motherfuckers to come with me and I did watch Lashley fight. It was this, it, he was on that same card as Kimbo Slice and Ken Shamrock. Oh, okay. Yeah. That fight he, was he, an abortion. <laughs> that main event fight was an abortion, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, well, Lashley was not bad as an MMA fighter because Lashley has a wrestling background, amateur wrestling background. They have the yep. same fucking background. The only difference between the two is Bobby also has the military background that Brock does not have. But yeah. as you know, the NCAA and all that bullshit, like they got all of that in common. That's why there were so many comparisons made between them. Okay. So. Bobby, I need you to stand up for yourself right now, and if you're tired of taking suplexes, motherfucker, tell him, bitch, you're not suplexing me no more. We can go home now. Just, like, have some balls. I need somebody somewhere in the wrestling business to have some balls but not be a whiny bitch about it. Yeah. I don't want to hear anybody gripe to the level of fucking CM Punk, but I do want you to have the balls to stand up for yourself and be like, yo, that shit sound Mm -hmm. dumb. I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean when it when it comes to gimmicks, when it comes to moves that you take, gotta take in a match. I mean, again, we go back to that whole everybody has a bump card thing. You only got so many bumps you can take. Okay, well, well bitch, why am I adding bumps on my damn bump card if I don't want to take the fucking bump? Mm-hmm. Or if I don't know that I can safely take the bump. All right. Yeah, I, I think I think he's gonna learn next time to say something because that's probably what led to him getting hurt. It's definitely what led to him getting hurt because that's why he has not wrestled since the Rumble. If you look, I'm gonna look back over the results. He hasn't wrestled on Raw at all. Yeah. Every week he came out in you know one of his suits or whatever. He was not coming out to wrestle. It makes sense. Well, they said they kept him on the show just to kind of for the marquee to sell tickets and all that. 
Fuck that shit. You, you want to sell me some motherfucking tickets? How about this? Learn when to do a fuck finish and when not to. Shit. <laughs> Brock didn't need the damn belt, and nobody wanted to see either Brock or Roman as a unified champion right now. And if we were going to... Yeah, no, no, no. If you're going to unify the damn belt and it has to be unified on Roman, I'd rather he beat Brock over Drew. But still, eh. And then it's like, y'all said winners take winner take all, but y'all haven't clarified, does that mean we're unifying the belts or just that one person's going to hold both belts until they get beat? Probably mm-hmm. one person going to hold both belts until they get beat. And to me, oh, that yeah. defeats the fucking purpose. At, at this point, like, no. We, you know, we, we need just one world title. Like, I, I, I hate the two world titles at this point. If you're yeah. not going to have the brands completely separate with separate pay-per-views where their rosters don't cross over with the exception of WrestleMania season, only WrestleMania season, fuck the Survivor Series shit. Sure. No, we don't need two world titles. We need one, the WWE title. Fuck that universal belt. I agree. <laughs> totally agree. Also, can we please, for the love of God, I think I said this in the last show, and I'm going to say it again, can we please get new belts? Yeah, they're getting out. They're looking they're getting a little outdated. <laughs> I, I'm just tired of looking. At, I'm tired of looking at children's toys as my fucking world title. Like, come on now, give me an actual belt that looks mm-hmm. like something. If I don't look at your belt and say what I said when the NWA released their fucking replica belts, I want that hole. Your belt ain't good enough. <laughs> That's all. And I, I still want. I still want that NWA belt. Yeah. I just don't want to watch the NWA. <laughs> no, man, <laughs> well, that's all I got for this, guys. I'm probably going to be having to hop off soon. I got an early start in the morning. Yeah, at some point, we're well, we going well, to... Well, at some point, we'll have to jump into, again... What's wrong with today's wrestling? Yeah, let's do yeah. a show about that. Let's do a show about what's wrong with wrestling today. Well, we had done one, and unfortunately, due to technical issues, not gonna get to release that recording, so we have to redo it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll hop on that one with you guys. Just schedule it uh, next. I guess next week, Wednesday or Thursday, like a Thursday, probably. Yeah, I can do, yeah, I can do that. Do it for Thursday, next Thursday. Well, I'm, all right. right. You guys, you guys done talk. You guys said your all your pieces about this event. Man, I said everything I need to say. Fuck this show. Yeah, me too. <laughs> fuck this show. With, with, the ex- with the exception of the Raw Women's Title match, fuck this show. Yeah, yeah fuck Pretty this show. <laughs> all right, cl- Jeremy, are you closing out or what? I'll close out. All right, all right. Uh. Hopefully y'all enjoyed this shit and we still in a pandemic. We in a pandemic. Ukraine is being invaded by Russia. To anybody, to any Ukrainians listening to this shit, we with y'all. We hope y'all stay safe. We hope that everybody around the world is staying safe. Hand sanitizer, wash hands, make choices on getting vaccinated, all that good shit. But whatever you do, protect you and yours. Do what you got to do. If you're interested in Draco here, 
and you want to talk to him, interact with him on social media, you want to follow him, he's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Draco's Den, spelled the same as the podcast. You can check him out on Anchor at Draco's Den. There's a support button. There's a support button if you want to donate. Uh, if you got comments, concerns, questions, whatever, there's a message button you can record. Now, if you're interested in myself, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram and surprisingly TikTok. Jay Aaron Sarias, my podcast is Beyond Good Enough. Anchor.fm slash Beyond Good Enough. Same thing. If you got comments, questions, you can leave a message. You can hit the support button. If you want to keep on, help pay some bills on this bitch. Whatever. Treat us to dinner. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'll appreciate it. But that being said, we on our way out of here, and we'll catch y'all soon enough. Peace. Peace out, y'all. Have a good night. Later. Later.